Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of From Us With Love, your new favorite podcast. It's your girl, Shalane. And your girl, Deshaya. And today we are going to have a little bit of fun. You know, this and on Facebook and looking around and kind of seeing what people are talking about. And overwhelmingly, I have seen people talking about relationships and things that they would and would not do in different scenarios that they're posing for people to give feedback on. And I thought it was so interesting and I couldn't really understand why this particular week people were so heavy on talking about relationships like are they tired of their spouse because of the pandemic like are they really having these scenarios and really want some help I don't know but I think some of them are really funny and some of them really got me thinking so we wanted to take some time today and really kind of talk about a couple of these things in the realm of relationships and some things that we would and would not do Deshaya, before we get started, is there anything that you need to add or preface this episode with? (laughs) I am super (laughs) excited to talk about this because when those memes come across my Facebook, I'll be like, "Mm, that's interesting. So somebody need to hear my thoughts about it. (laughs) Listen, I'm I'm with you because a lot of times you don't want to just comment on you know the random post that you saw because you may not necessarily want people to know your true thoughts but we gonna be real up in here today that's right okay (laughs) (laughs) so um the first scenario that i saw it was actually a video and so this um young lady uh was waiting with her friend for her boyfriend to pull up to pick her up and so when the boyfriend pulls up he pulls up and has his mother in the front seat of the car. And so the girl gets irate because she asked the mother to move to the back. And the mother was just being super petty. Like, I'm never going to be in the back seat. That's my son. He came from me. I'm always in the front. The woman is just like, but that's my car. I'm his wife. You don't, you know, you don't get those privileges. And he's kind of like in the middle trying to, he didn't really say anything, to be honest. He kind of is in the middle, just hoping that it doesn't escalate to something physical between the wife and the mother. Now, Deshaya, if your husband had his mother in the front car and she was being petty and saying all of these things, would you expect her to get out and move to the back? So me personally, I would not expect her to move to the back just because I am so old school about like older people getting to like get the front seat. You know what I mean? Like I'm always trying to get in the back. Even if somebody's like a year older than me, I'm like, all right, you get the front because that's just how I am. And that's how I grew up. And it's one of those things I can't like get rid of. So it wouldn't even be a big deal to me. I'd be like, whatever. That means I don't got to stay up. I could go to sleep while we driving where we going. Because my mom always says the front seat got a shotgun, got to be awake and keep the driver awake. (laughs) (laughs) So that's true, too. That's true, too. I think my biggest issue with this particular scenario is, and again, it was a video, is the pettiness of the mother. Like, I just feel like she just took it next level. And you can tell that they probably have issues with each other already. And I just feel like it was just next level. And she 
should have not gone and been that petty but I feel like it went back and forth because they have issues in the past yeah no. but the husband like do you ex- would you have expected the husband to make his mother move I feel like he should have said something like he could have been like yo my seriously like get in the back like like it's not that big a deal you know what I mean like I do expect my husband to have my back you know with his right mama. that's right that, that's more that of the issue. is the bigger thing yeah. yeah because I feel like in that video he just kind of did not have her back he kind of didn't know what to really do and she said he like this is my car so if it was my car everybody get in the back seat right now let's talk how about that <laughs> so, right so now I do believe in honoring your mother and father you know all of that but I also do believe that you know uh, a husband leaves his mother and cleaves to his wife come on you know what I'm saying so I feel like there should be some sort of balance and boundaries there when it comes to the mother I mean I've dealt with a situation before where I there was no boundaries with his mother she was a really really nice woman but she pulled on him so much that it got in the way of us progressing in our relationship. And I couldn't understand it because I didn't have that type of like attachment, I guess, to a person, yeah. a parent, a parental figure or whatever, to the point that I would let that come in between a relationship. Um, and it was too much for me to handle because I could not understand the nature of their relationship and I had to get I had to do away with their relationship and so I again I do believe that there is space for everybody but you got to come correct and there needs to be some sort of prioritization of the people in your life absolutely absolutely set boundaries which we've talked about right like right right this is the expectation <laughs> especially with parents yes okay yes lord <laughs> all right next scenario you come home from an extended time away your husband your son your brother and your father are all there to greet you who do you hug first husband son brother father son (laughs) yep son all day that's my boo Listen, that's what I, that is the first thing I said too. And I feel like depending on how old your child is, I think naturally they're going to run to you first anyway. Right. Show sure up. So, but when it gets to the situation of between husband, brother, I'm like, you last. Right. Like, like seriously, bro. You, I'll get to you. You'll be all right. <laughs> so when it comes to husband and father, who do you hug first? Ooh. Um... I mean, I'm going to hug dad first because he's older. He don't need to stand that much longer. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to get him in. Like, yo, dad, what's up? Good to see you. I ain't seen you in a while. And then I can get the husband because then I can spend longer with him. You know. <laughs> see, I feel like I would probably hug my husband first. Or at you least, hug And it probably wouldn't be long and drawn out. But then I would, you know, go on down the line. Right. I don't know. I just feel like that's what I would I would do, um, especially if I haven't seen him in a long time. I mean, that's my partner. That's my spouse. That's my love. You know, I feel like I would want to connect first there and then, you know, move on down the line to the rest of the men in my family. That's fair. That's fair. 
Probably All right. single. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm single too. And right. some of these questions, you know, it really made me think because I don't know how I would respond in that actual moment. Right. To be honest, right. I, I really don't. And I can sit here and think about it, but if that was really to happen to me, I have no clue how I would respond. But now I feel like I would think about it strategically. For sure. For sure. Not that it would necessarily matter, but I feel like I would think about it now. Yeah. And I don't think I would have thought about it before until I started seeing this meme pop up everywhere. <laughs> oh. All right. So let's go into dating. You see some, you meet somebody new. Y'all are dating for a little while. The connection is great. The chemistry is off the charts. Like y'all are really feeling each other. Y'all spending all this time together. Y'all consider making it official. Then... They stop replying to your text immediately. They start canceling the dates y'all have scheduled. They don't want to talk about making it official official and taking it to the next level. So you, you go and you express your frustration and your disappointment because there seems to have been a shift in your dealing, situationship, whatever, entanglement, whatever you want to call it. And as a result of you expressing your disappointment, they ghost you. Yeah. What do you do? I've had this happen before, for sure. And I feel like now, and even then, I just kind of move on. <laughs> like, That's a fact. Like, I just get to the next one. <laughs> That's a fact. Here's the thing. Like, to me, if you're, if we're talking about all of this and we're saying we feel in each other and things of that nature... And then all of a sudden you ghost me to me, that's running from commitment. Yes. You have a fear of commitment. And so why would I continue to waste my time? To me, it seems like I dodged a bullet and I didn't have to do any that much to dodge it. Right. You took yourself out the situation. Come on. Like that. So, it. you know, I feel like even though I think I'm at the point in my life where I feel like you should be able to talk to anybody about anything. I feel like ghosting is petty. I feel like it's juvenile. And if you're dealing with an actual adult, there's no reason. All you have to say is, listen, I'm not ready for a committed relationship. I don't know what that means for us right now. I do like you, but you know, it's not, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. Right. It should be simple. As opposed to just cutting a person off. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's it's absolutely petty and childish to just ghost. But people do it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All the time. And people people hide behind and say, Oh, I don't know, I don't owe nobody no explanation for anything. Like that's childish. Right. That's because you can't effectively communicate how you really feeling. So you decide to ghost so that you can avoid the communication. Come on. And having the actual conversation. That's it. So here's an interesting one. There is a, a, somebody posted on Twitter and it was shared a bunch of times and it landed on Facebook and it says, you either take my last name or there ain't nothing to talk about. No hyphens either. Yeah. See, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like when, because I'm of advanced, well, not advanced age, but I'm older. And I think a lot of women are older now when they're getting married, especially black women. And like we've advanced in our careers and our name is established in our career. 
and that's how people that's our brand it's like difficult to be like oh i'm gonna change my name it's like changing the name of your company so for me especially as an entrepreneur i'm like babe like i need to kind of keep my name and i've thought about this right. too because i have like two middle names i'm like and even hyphenating would be kind of difficult because now I got five names. So (laughs) that's a lot. But I mean, and especially like, and me and my sister have talked about this too, because like she's a doctor now, like her degree says Dr. Williams. So to change her last name, like what does that look like? Like we've always said, like if I get my doctorate before I get married, we're not changing my last name. And I think that there's something to be said for that. So for me, it's about that. It's not like, like, I want to be married. Absolutely. But the name change thing, like, I feel like God got to be like, Shay, just change it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I feel kind of similar. But you see a lot of that nowadays. I mean, you look at a lot of celebrities that are married. Their last names are not changed. And, you know, for the very reason that you're stating about having established a career and having being established under that name. And for me, it's a little, it's a little different in the sense that I, you know, I care about being established. You know, I'm starting to come into my own, establish my own brand using me as the brand. But as far as my particular last name, it runs out after me. Mm. So it was my mother's last name and I I don't know if I shared this before but my mother passed away when I was very very young and so I have kept her last name despite my father raising me I have kept her last name this entire time and even when my dad asked me if I wanted to change my last name I never did it and I was and he never pressured me to do it yeah um but it runs out after me so for me, it's kind of like the only thing that I feel is like a piece of my mother that I have left. Mm-hmm. So I would be super hesitant to, to totally change my name. Um, because, again, I feel like she would run out with the name. And that sounds that doesn't sound logical, but makes um, complete sense to me. Like, I yeah, get that. So- yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> or name your first kid Garcia. Like, I feel like that yeah. would be something I would do and be like, uh-uh, sorry, that's your name. Like, like yeah, deal with it. We could call you Sia or something like that, but. Yeah, so I would have to figure out a way to really keep the name going. And I don't know that I would want to be with someone that couldn't understand that. Yes, absolutely. Or that would be so rigid to say, my name is so important that if you don't take this name then we can't be married so like do you really love me yeah you really want to be married to me if it's down to a name thing um so yeah it's true would back to dating or still talking about well back to dating would you date a man who uses coupons when he takes you out to dinner for sure because he thinking about the long term we gonna have money in the bank like let's save up all the pennies. Like that's easy. Use them coupons. All right, but what <laughs> what about a first what about a first date though? Okay, first date, I feel like maybe pull them out on the second date. Like let me see that you got yourself <laughs> together. 
<laughs> Wait, though. It's interesting that you say that. Is that, is him using coupons an indication that he doesn't have himself together? Or is it an indication that he's got himself very much together and is being fiscally responsible? Oh, man, I feel like both. I know I feel like I'm double talking, but I think absolutely it shows that he is fiscally responsible and has himself together. And he, it says to me that he has a long-term plan, like he's stacking money. Like that's my assumption around it. But it also could say, I could see how it could say like, homeboy broke and he trying to um, pinch these pennies. He wanted to take me on a date and this was the only way he could do it. Yeah. So it's hard to tell. Yeah. I, I think it's 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 difficult because you want to be sensitive, right? And especially in these day and times, right? You right. want to appreciate the gesture of even being out. Cause you know, coronavirus has messed with a lot of people financially. Mm-hmm. And you know, you want to appreciate the gesture, but and you know, I love being a good bargain. I love a good sale. It's very seldom that I do not shop. Um, it's very seldom that I shop without some sort of deal or coupon going on. That's just how I get down. Same. Um, but I don't know how I feel about coupons, especially on the first date. I mean, I feel like if you know you want to take me out and you want to be fiscally responsible, put some money aside. And I'm not super expensive. I'm not an expensive date. Same. I like simple stuff. Like, take me to Chili's and give me some roasted street corn and a cookie skillet, and I'm good. Right. (laughs) So, so, and that's not that expensive. So, um, that's yeah, that one kind of, that one kind of made me think a little bit for sure. Mm. All right. So, you're engaged. Your mom and dad are still friends with your ex and they always always invite them to family functions do you feel some type of way about that so I feel like this brings back something we talked about before in terms of like we stay friends with our exes because we're grown-ups um so I don't feel like I have a problem with that because I'm like cool you know if you can handle seeing me booed up with somebody else come be a part like if we friends we friends um and so yeah as long as he's not like making moves or telling stories about how we used to get down or something mm-hmm. <laughs> we true true <laughs> like, i'm good with it i'm good I'm good but if he start pulling out stuff like oh yeah i remember that last time when we went on vacation oh you was looking good in that bikini sir not a good time <laughs> Not a good time. So, so leave that back there in the past, okay? But at what point, though, and I agree because I'm friends, not like deep, super deep friends with my exes, but, you know, I am an adult and I carry myself in a manner in which I communicate when there's a dissolution of a situationship, relationship, and it's it's not necessarily on it's not on bad terms it's usually like you know this ain't working for us we agree to go our separate ways no love lost wish you the best i'm always here if you need a friend and so but and what got me thinking is though how would that how would your fiance feel if they constantly have to be around your ex and at what point does it become disrespectful to them mm-hmm. for your parents to continue to invite them? Because to me, 
it almost paints the picture that your parents would kind of prefer you to be with them as opposed to who you're with. Absolutely. I think that that's a whole different situation. Like I can be cool with him, but if my fiance is not cool with it, then I have to have a conversation and be like, look, nah, dad, like y'all got to stop because he needs to feel the love from y'all too. And if he's not, then I respect that totally. And I've had those conversations before with um, new partners and just saying, hey, look, I'm friends with my exes. If at any point it feels like too much for you, let's have a conversation about that. And there, ladies and gentlemen, is a grown woman. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's so many situations that get so like drawn out and petty and like you know oh if you are with somebody you can't have friends of the opposite set why if i've been friends with somebody for 20 plus years and we've been strictly platonic you you just expect me to just give up that relationship right i mean i can understand if we were communicating every single day all the time about everything and you want me to dial that back or you want to be folded into that, I could totally understand. But for you to tell me to give up that type of relationship on the sake of saving your ego and your feelings, I think I'm going to have a problem with that. Right. And I think I've actually had the conversation with um, a previous partner and he was, his thought process was, if you're not inviting him over to a backyard barbecue, then I got questions because why are right. you keeping your communication secret all the time? He's like, I want to see y'all yeah. interact. Right. So. I agree with that for sure. So speaking of interactions, let's go here. You're cooking and your husband's female friend comes in. She decides to open your pot and puts a little more seasoning in there and tells you that's how your husband likes it. How do you feel and what do you do about that scenario? Yeah, we gonna have some chats. Like, like how do you know how, what my husband like? Like, excuse me? Like, like, we are cool and no, no ma'am. Mm-mm. And well, I'm talking to my all, husband too. Like, oh yeah. Why does she Absolutely. know what you like in your food? Mm-mm. Absolutely. First of all, I'm already upset because you didn't came and put your hands on my pot. Right. Like you don't, if I'm in the kitchen cooking, you don't come in here and do that. Don't open no pot. Don't do nothing to nothing. Right. And how like why would you know exactly how he likes it? Is something deep is are you more than just a friend? Have you been more than just a friend in the past? Mm-hmm. And also what makes you feel comfortable enough to say that in that manner? Right. Are you trying to hint at something to me? Right. Right. That Unless I need to be cool paying like attention that. to. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you know, you could have like best friends who like to always play and would do something stupid like that. I guess that would be different. But if we just kind of, you know, how we talked about categories and you are just mm-hmm. chilling at um, friend status and not best friend status or family best friend status then um yeah no Mm -mm. don't touch my pots don't be in my kitchen (laughs) don't touch my pots and you better get talk about how much more he likes it so I can figure out what's going on right (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, so I saw this other meme or post that says you can't build a relationship via text message. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean, in this day and age, people are busy. And a quick little text says, hey, I'm thinking about you. Um, okay, so you said build a relationship. I feel build like, a relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's maintain. Yeah, I think building a relationship does require some conversation, some FaceTime. With as much technology as we have, even if you're doing something else, I'm always like, well, then just put me on FaceTime and we can just be in the room doing something else together. Right. You know what I mean? So there's not really any excuse. Yeah, I think that you're right. There is no excuse, even though everything is going on. I just don't feel... I don't know how you can really feel the essence of a person via text message because text messages allow things to be open for too much interpretation Mm -hmm. like if i'm if we're talking about the same thing via text and or on the phone at least on the phone i can pay attention to things like a voice inflection Mm -hmm. that may you know signal to me that that may be something concerning to you or maybe that you're lying like I just feel like there's things that you hear when talking to a person that's way different than just texting a person because you can text me words all you want but they're not going to really mean anything to me because I haven't had a full conversation with you and I don't feel like you can build a conversation if you have, you can't hold one with the person outside a text message. What are you hiding behind? Right, right. Because and also, I feel like whatever my mood is in that day that I'm reading the text message dictates how it comes across. And you could right. be meaning something completely different. And I'm taking it like, yo, we finna walk down the aisle. We about to get married. And really, you was just giving me a little compliment <laughs> like, like it wasn't that serious <laughs> so. wow that's 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 a very far like stretch of the imagination <laughs> well i mean i'm 40 so my imagination often goes like are we going down the aisle is, does this mean the aisle <laughs> oh lord oh lord we're gonna have to have a whole conversation about that one but I'm glad you said that because I want to pose two scenarios to you the first one is um, someone posted a question that said be honest do y'all still want to get married Mm -hmm. and someone replied yes they do but the only reason is because they don't want to go to hell Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is that enough of a reason to really enter a marriage I feel like that's real And no, I don't think it's enough of a reason to um, enter into marriage because that won't sustain the marriage, right? That'll get you down the aisle and that may get him down the aisle, but that's not going to, uh, it's not enough to build on, right? It's not a strong enough foundation. I don't think it is either because I feel like if if that's your take on it, right? at what point does love become important? Because if your sole take on it is because you don't want to go to hell, it feels like to me, just to say that you're married 
you're lowering your standards or your expectations because your simple end goal is to not go to hell. Right. Well, and that was so... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, and so if you're so concerned about going through hell, are you going to be willing uh, or concerned about not going to hell? Who's to say that you won't enter in a relationship that's going to put you through that hell? Right. And you only focused about not getting there, but you you living in it. Right. That's all the way true. And I think one of the things that comes from that statement being made of not wanting to go to hell is that traditional religion mantra that says marry or burn. Right. So that was what it was told to us growing up it's like marry or burn like that if you've got that burning and i believe it's scripture paul says it in corinthians i think and i i'm not good like that to just pull it out for you but go ahead and take a gander google is awesome and (laughs) (laughs) but it talks about that that like if you can't put your basically flesh under subjection to not want to fornicate I'm doing air quotes then you should go ahead and just marry that person and so that just goes into why is our marriage divorce rate at such a high level yeah and I think and I'm no expert but I think that that plays into it is because people continued to live in that mindset of well I really do want to have sexual relations therefore I'm just gonna marry you so that we can do that which is 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 absurd to me because i am quite fearful literally of marrying the wrong person Mm -hmm. and so do i think that stifles me or scares me into not wanting to be married no but i fear marrying the wrong person and i don't want to go down that path with anyone that i'm having doubts about so this whole notion of getting married or going to hell is not something that I grew up on um but I know that it's real but it doesn't sit well with me yeah yeah it shouldn't sit well with anyone (laughs) it really should not (laughs) so okay so staying on the whole getting married and gays kind of topic Um, there's a picture floating around with a woman down on one knee proposing to a man. Now, what was funny to me about this particular picture was the comments were off the charts about this picture. A lot of people, the majority of people in the comments, men and women alike now, said that is an absolute no-no. There is no way that they would do it. Somebody said, is he going to be the wife too and wear the wedding dress at the wedding? Mm -hmm. they just went in they just went in and and it was very clear that as far as engagement or proposal there was a defined gender role right that the man was supposed to do the proposing and there was thousands of comments under this picture would you ever propose to a man no (laughs) simply point blank like I can't see any scenario where I would do the proposing now I, I say that but I also don't 
feel like defined gender roles in the marriage are necessary. Like, right. you know, I can take out the garbage if I need to. I can mow the lawn if needed to. I can fix the table or put the things together. Like, that's fine. Or if he's the cook and he's the one who's doing the dishes or whatever, like, I think that that's okay. But I think when it comes to establishing, like, I'm going to be the head of this house. Like, I really love what Fantasia and her partner talked about many months ago. And like, where the husband is the head and the woman is the neck. Like, I think that that resonates with me. And so I think it's established at that engagement piece. Like, I need you to be a man and do the proposing, like decide that you wanna make the commitment and then let me choose and say yes or no. Right, because a man who findeth a wife findeth a good thing, and right. So you find me, and then I get to choose, right? Because we all live in free will. So right, I agree. Um, I don't think I can ever put myself in that situation because to me it screams desperation, mm-hmm. and it also screams that you know you may be forcing something to happen that the other person may not be ready to go for right and I feel like if if I have to do that in order to show that I want to move to the next level it's a clear indication that we're not on the same page right totally very clear indication now let me throw a, a wrench in this because what if you love this person and they take the stance that if I'm ever getting married, a woman is going to propose to me. Do you keep the relationship and do the proposal or do you let it go despite the fact that you love the person, but you're 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 dead set on not being the one to propose? I just feel like we have a fundamental difference of something. I can't put my finger on, you know, like there's something rooted in our fundamental difference. If he's so in the place where he needs the woman to propose, there's something that we're off on, right? Because I'm all about him being the head and taking that lead in terms of that. So something is off. So I I think, yeah, we got to end it. Yeah. I think I would agree with that too, because I feel like, you're right. Something is off and there is a lack of understanding of each other's value systems. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that that would be something very difficult to move forward on. And who wants to be a girlfriend forever? Right. I, know I don't. I mean, some people are content with that. Right. And God bless you. That's not my ministry. If I'm dating, I'm dating with intention and I'm going to be clear about my intention. If you can handle it, let's go for a ride. But if you can't, let me know in the outskirts because this is what I believe. This is what I expect. And I feel like they should come to the table with that too. And if I can't handle that, then I need to say I can't handle it and move forward. That's it. Yeah, for sure. So let's jump into social media. Something said, if you can't, if he can't post you and you can't post him, y'all not post to be together. (laughs) So what is your thoughts about relationships on social media? I mean, I think there's so much gray area around that um, because 
people have strong feelings about social media and how it does like overtake whole lives and it gives too much access. So I can respect his feelings around that. Like I am a person that's constantly on social media, um, Mm -hmm. but that's because I'm an open book. But I feel like I respect if he's not trying to be that, but I will be like, hey, um, let's talk about, is it because you got some secret girl on the side? Like that's where my mind goes to. Right, like I feel like I don't wanna be, I understand the notion of not opening your relationship up on social media because there's people that's gonna hate that's going to want to say something, that's going to prey on your downfall, whatever, right? But there comes to me a fine line that exists between whether or not you don't want to be on social media for that reason or you don't want to be on social media because you're hiding something or you're hiding me. Right. You don't want anybody to know the fact that you're in a relationship because you're doing whatever you're doing on the side. And so to me, there's a fine line there because I don't think I would ever want, I understand that you may not want to be public on social media. I had somebody tell me, somebody I was dealing with telling me before that they didn't want their family in their business, which is why they never have posted anybody that they were in a relationship on social media that's fine but when you hit milestones and things of that nature i feel like it should be okay to celebrate the person that you're with right and not continue to hide them and if you that concerned about it turn the comments off right that that's an option too now yep i mean i've also been with someone who um has like high security clearance so he doesn't have a social media page at all of any kind and then the ones that he does does have are fake ones like with fake names and stuff like that so again i respect that like if that's your security clearance and you can't be out there like that that's cool i mean i get it i get it but i feel like more often than not people use that as a way to hide what's really going on as opposed to like if you're protecting me that's one thing but if you're hiding me, that's something totally different. Absolutely. And I know for sure I don't ever want to be in a situation where I'm being hidden. Come on. Yes. That's a whole word. A whole word. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, no, like, serious. Like, and I grappled with this. When that particular person told me, I grappled with it because I don't, I felt like I was being hidden. Like, I want somebody who would, that, would put me out there. Like, say, this is this is, you know, this is my beautiful whatever, and you know, I'm so proud of her, and we're doing this together, you know, I want that to be, not necessarily on display, but acknowledged. Yes, absolutely. Like, I I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. So let's talk about um, Stepmama Search 2020 as we wrap up our conversation today. (laughs) So... (laughs) There's a gentleman that went on Facebook and put out a whole, what I'll call ad for a stepmother for him and his two sons. He's a single father. Um, and I'm going to read it to you and I want to know your thoughts. And then I'm going to give you some uh, background information about what has happened since he posted this particular uh, post on social media. So it says, Stepmama Search 2020. A little info about our small family. We consist of one adult, 
32 years of age and two adolescent boys, 13 and seven. We don't require much maintenance, but and we can eat leftovers up to four days before any complaints arise. Both boys are very well behaved and I will warn you that you will have to remind them to shower and brush their teeth on the days that they're not attending school. They're very active in the Fortnite culture and the oldest has his own YouTube where he tries to dance. No baby mama drama as we are great co-parents and will gladly accept anyone that's benefiting our situation. About me, you ask? Well, by trade, I'm a welder. I started at Newport News Shipyard at 19, bounced around a few places after that with various traveling welding jobs, landed in Augusta, Georgia over four years ago and started my engineering class, just graduated two months ago. I'm not really too social. I don't drink or smoke. I'm never on the scene. I pride myself on taking naps and talking crap about the kids as much as I can. I bought a house two years ago and have a king-size bed that can fit any lace front or wet and wavy hairstyle you choose to install. I come with the package of getting your hair, nails, and eyebrows done so often as you choose, as well as the random vacation you knew nothing about until we showed up to the airport. All around, we're a pretty good group. All we ask is that you are already independent, slim, thick to super thick, no booty fingers, edges if possible, already a mother is a big plus, goal-oriented, we really don't care if you know how to cook as long as you know how to order. This is just initially what we hope to find. Facebook friends, if you know of your or any of your family and friends that would be interested, please tell them don't feel hesitant to hit us up. Hope to hear from you soon. Below, I've provided a picture of what you'll be marrying into. Enjoy. And yes, I know the picture can be deemed as light skin, but believe me, we're very dark skin below the surface. Also, we don't know how to clean mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. <laughs> like, like, I love a man who knows what he wants and wants to put it out there. Like, I know what I'm walking into. Like, I'm all for it. I think it, I think it's beautiful. I'm also the one who's like, arrange marriage? Yes, please. Because, <laughs> and that feels so arranged. And I got so much information. Like, that's beautiful. If he wasn't so young, I, I'd be in there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think he had something going with really kind of being sure about his wants and what he's bringing to the table and what he carries with him, right? Mm-hmm. His kids. You know, but I think, I don't know that I would have done something like that because I think it can be considered thirsty. For sure. I think some people would could see that as thirsty. But again, I feel like how rare is it? And sorry, men who listen. But I feel like it's rare to find a man who knows what he wants at 32 yeah. and to put yeah. it out there like that. Yeah. Child, I'd be married already if men knew, if more men knew at 32 what they wanted. Listen. Hello. Come on. Hello, somebody. Look. Now, so people, there have been 19,000 comments and over 19.5 thousand shares. He's gotten over 3,000 messages and he had notifications coming in at 500 a minute. Oh, wow. So, but there was a little bit of a downside to his post because people started sending screenshots to his son's mother, mm. um, which he explained he talks to every day. So it's not, there's nothing to get him for. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. They accused him of trying to make money off of his kids. How? They were lying on him and saying that he 
either had sex with him or was in a relationship with him. Um, and so he kind of says all that to say, like, I was joking about some of the, he was joking about some of the wording in his post, but his sentiment was very real. Yeah. And so he goes on to, in a different post to say that basically he opened Pandora's box because one woman has called him 22 times via Facebook. Oh my God. Some women have gone through his old Facebook post and reached out to people he grew up with trying to get more information on him. Some women have been saving his pictures and pictures of his kids as their screensavers. Oh my God. Another woman had her mother write a long message to attest to the fact that she's an angel and she's worthy of somebody like him. Her mother. <laughs> Helicopter parent. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he had a lot of women, he said, asking him to meet his kids on their first date. And he had a lot of women sending him angry messages as if they were already in a relationship. Lord. So the thirsty comment is not on him. It's on all of them. Like, that's thirsty. Yeah. To an extent, but I feel like he low-key invited it. He did, but there's a little, like, come on. Like, seriously? (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know that I would have... So you said, would you have written it? I don't know that I would have responded to it. That's... So, yeah. Like, you could be, but I would need to meet you... Like, because we bumped into each other at the grocery store just because of the post. Like, I wouldn't respond because of the post. Right. So, So I only came upon the post because a friend tagged me in it and was like, you should check this out. And now I'm thinking she's like, I don't even know what it was until I started reading it. And I was like, oh, you trying to, okay, you trying to fix me up. (laughs) Like, but then I started seeing all of the comments. And I'm just like, I, yeah, no. And then I found out we had a mutual friend, which I haven't even reached out to that friend yet to see what that's all about. But, um, yeah, I just don't think that would be something that I would respond to, number one, or that I would even do for myself because I feel like that's just so not me. That's so out of pocket for me to even do. Yeah, that one is a... That one is an interesting one. And apparently he's not the first guy to do it because I was reading about another guy who did it um, from Columbus, Ohio. He's a single dad and he's got a three-year-old daughter. And he basically did something very similar to that. And he's gotten dozens of dates and all kind of virtual dates and stuff like that. So I don't know if this is the new way of finding a mate. (laughs) But I don't, it's very interesting to me that it's men that are out here doing that and not necessarily the ladies. Right. Well, if I'm still single at 45, don't y'all judge me if you see a post. Just keep on scrolling. <laughs> Unless you Listen, want. you talking about 45. Listen, 35, I might have to reconsider my thoughts on it. <laughs> For real. Oh, goodness. All right, so we're going to end on a little bit of a fun note. So we hope that you all enjoyed our conversation about these scenarios and kind of understood some of our thinking about relationships. We're going to go a little deeper into our feelings about relationships and, you know, how relationships are portrayed in a future episode. But we kind of just wanted to talk a little bit about this because, again, I felt like I was seeing this all up and down my timeline, whether it was Facebook 
or Instagram last week that people just wanted to talk about relationships and relationship scenarios. And so we're going to end on this one. Your ex texts you and says, baby, I'm in jail. Reply to him with three words. Don't pick soap. Don't get soap. (laughs) 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 Uh, So you basically telling him don't bend over and don't drop the soap. That's right. In so many words. That's right. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) I think my response would be good luck, bro. Yeah. That's a good one, too. (laughs) Because I am not going to get in the weeds of why you did or what you did or how. And I just because to me, that's going to show you that I care a little bit more than I really do. And I'm not trying to mess with your mind when you're dealing with, you know, being incarcerated. And that's just not my cup of tea. Right. Yeah, I don't roll like that. So... So we hope y'all got something out of this. Think about these different scenarios and what you would do if you were presented with some of these scenarios. And because a lot of them, I think, hit to some really core things and some really core values about how to like deal with your parents, financial things. When we were talking about the use of coupons, Mm -hmm. um, you know, religion, when we were taught religion or uh, faith based belief, when we were talking about, you know, getting married or going to hell it's really things that i think people don't spend enough time kind of thinking of so we hope that you all got a little something from this episode and we'll think about your relationships and 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 what would you do in some of these instances so we love y'all be sure to subscribe like share comment let us know what y'all are thinking follow us on ig at with love pod underscore and until next time, we love you and be great. Woohoo! <laughs>